0: Welcome to For the Culture. Uh, I got two very special guests today. I have uh, Broken Future, Brandon Tate, and Jake Maders. I'm your host, Deepak Batty, and uh, I've never really interviewed um, EDM house artists before, but it. because I'm just really. I don't really listen to that kind of music in the first place, but it's super sick for me to jump into a field that I've never, ever been a part of. So thanks for coming to the show, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. We're excited. Hell yeah. I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys had some Latin fiesta before this? Yeah, that's it's right. Good.
1: We went at a rush hour, though. Yeah. It's like a half an hour yeah, food. Yeah, so we saw so late, bro. Don't, <laughs> don't want to say any bad words about that place, though. Delicious. Delicious. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Shut They're up. like classic, you know, classic Rutland Mexican food. Yeah,
1: it's one of those hidden gems, like one of those true hidden gems of Kelowna. Like, not even that it's hidden. Everyone knows about it. But, yeah. like, until you know, you don't know.
0: Yeah. And exactly. for once, once you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I was listening to, like, each of your guys' solo work a little bit before the interview happened, right? And, you know, um, Brandon, you have, like, a little bit more of, like, a remix type of vibe yeah. to you, right? And then, Jake, you, you have your own, from, as far as I can tell, like, your own, like, house music that you yeah. self-produced, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And listening to Broken Future, you know, with, like, the ASAP Ferg remix and all those other remixes, you guys sort of really, like, fluidly combine the two. So I just wanted to ask you, like, how did this come together when you guys came from so different styles? Um, I mean, we're always homies. Uh,
1: But I mean, really, it's just a combination of of the two of us. Like I obviously said, come from the remix background. Uh, the more popular style, did some dubstep stuff, electro, just kind of that big popular EDM sound. Uh, Jake's always been really into the house stuff. Yeah. And like Broken Future is really just sort of an amalgamation of that, both of our influences. And it's kind of, it's this cool little middle point between it all.
0: Yeah. It's a really like balanced middle point too, which I noticed. With your music. I'm just like, wow, I can really hear the influence of both of you guys. Right. And that's the thing is like, we,
2: we, we listen to all kinds of different music as Mm -hmm. well, right? Like we're, we're not hating on any other kind of shit so yeah so you know we we take inspiration from everything man and try to incorporate it into our shit it's just you know the house music is really like where we've just kind of followed it's been a natural progression into that man yeah like we it's just we when we sit down and make a track we're just doing what we want to do yeah Yeah. like wherever the track goes it usually ends up being a house track so yeah we've taken this project and we're just going to run with it
1: yeah. And, and, like, what I found with this is, like, now with this project, I'm making music for me mm-hmm. on on my on my level. I found that with all the remixes and all the poppy stuff, like, just coming from a DJ background, um, it's nice to get back into music that I want to hear. Yeah. You know, I'm really focused on stuff that I want to do. For so long, I was always making stuff that, you know, I thought everyone else wanted to hear. And, like, this is really a, bring me back to what I want to do. You know? Yeah. And that's, and that's exciting.
0: Right. So is it that, like, Jake, you self-produce? and then you remix it a little bit more or like how does the process work cuz i've no, literally no we're we're, we're no idea.
1: both producers like the same we just yeah. do the same thing like we're both and almost more. most
0: of the time
2: we'll, we'll sit and make a lot of stuff from scratch together like we'll sit there right yeah. there open up a blank slate and start Yeah. other yeah. times we'll bring in a little you know a little sample idea a little clip something we've started and then yeah almost every project though we we sit down together and and hash it out
0: right there so yeah
1: I, both of us are putting in work on our own on like yeah. e- in each of the tracks so yeah.
0: Right. Do yeah. you guys always collaborate together to work or is it just sort of like you have your your piece, brand, and then you come in, Jake, later and then you guys bring it together or is it all at the same time? We're usually
2: always sitting there together. Yeah. Pretty right. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, unless we're busy doing something, sends me a clip or something, but.
1: Yeah. I mean, we do a lot of work on our own, like just outside yeah. of that. Yeah. Like we'll, but everything's done like together, like we'll have time when we're not together all the time. We'll have some yeah. time alone and we'll just be working on our own and, <laughs> you know come up with a cool little loop or something yeah. and then we'll take that bounce i'll bounce it off him but so yeah. he likes about it he'll have something any, anything that me. we
2: finish really like anything any finishing touches we're putting on stuff we, we're usually doing it together right there so
1: yeah you know yeah, we'll, the, we'll the majority of those
2: but but usually you know we're sitting there making it happen together like it's not like i do one bit he does another we kind of we we share the kind of workload pretty evenly yeah. so
0: right and what's that feel like compared to doing it on your own
2: it's good, good, man. We were talk- just talking about that earlier. Uh, like, you know, he'll, he'll hold you accountable, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because you can slack off or fuck around, say you are tired, whatever, and the other guy hits you up and says, "No, let's go. We go to work." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. It, it keeps your motivation up, and yeah. also it's another set of ears on your music, right? Like, yeah, and another point of view. So
1: yeah, and like you know, they'll have times like the hardest thing sometimes is like hitting a wall creatively. Mm-hmm. You know, you are in a creative mode, and it's like sometimes it'll be convenient because I'll hit a mental block on something that I am making. Uh, and then Jake will take over, so he gets an idea, and that keeps the process moving. So at the end of the day, it's you know it's tough to get two people having writer's block at the same time on a track and hitting that sort of creative wall. Yeah. So. It just always keeps things moving, which is what helps us be productive.
0: Yeah, super helpful. Because like you know, when I make music on my own, I sometimes feel like I wish I had another person to bounce my ideas off of. Right. But like sure. you guys do have that luxury though, yeah. which is yeah. sick. Yeah. Um, now I wanted to get sort of more into like your history and your background and everything. Right. So like, um, let's start with you, Brandon. How sure. did you start getting into DJing in the first place? And how um, old are you? I mean, I've always kind of been a DJ, you know, okay. I, I didn't just, I just <laughs> didn't know it
1: yet. Like, uh, okay. you know, like growing up in school and stuff, you know, I had a teacher who would let us bring CDs into class and like mix like tapes, like recorded off the radio. Dope. And just like, I kind of took that and ran, would just listen to the radio would yeah. like, go home from school and just spend that entire night listening to the radio and just like recording songs literally with the, the tape recorder and bring them into school the next day. And I had no clue. I just wanted to play music. I liked during class. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't know that was going to be DJing, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like being out there and being the hunter for people for music, you know, putting that work in, finding music. Um, As far as like the real side of DJing, um, I think there was like one time I was bored with a buddy and we went on Google and typed in how to make beats and just, you know, (laughs) found a demo version of FL Studio and just started messing around from there. Yeah, Um, DJing, I had some homies. I kind of got pushed into DJing just by necessity, like just from... I was producing music first, making beats and stuff. I was about 15, 16. And um, people just assumed that that went hand in hand with DJing. So people would like, I was like making these little songs, passing around. Some people want me to come DJ parties. And I just forced myself to learn how to do it. You know, playing started off just using a laptop with like a DJ simulator. And then had some homies get some equipment and just kind of learn from there. Um, From there, sort of cut my teeth. Went on once I was 19 in the club scene, promoting shows, stuff like that. Uh, worked my way up through like, you know, a couple promotion teams, playing opening gigs for DJs and stuff like that. Um, ended up getting a pretty wicked opportunity with Sapphire when they started the project Saturdays. Yeah. I uh, started being the resident DJ there, which is a bit of an adjustment uh, coming from someone who's so into dance music and not into like the top forty mainstream sort of deal. But um, it's cool, great learning experience. It's uh, you know learning how to DJ sort of top forty music. And stuff that's not naturally meant to be DJed with. Like, with most pop music, it's not made, like, EDM, which is meant to be mixed. Yeah. You know, with pop music, it kind of gave me a, just a lot of practice just becoming a better DJ and just working, working decks. And it's, uh, mixing sort of the house music and the stuff we play as Broken Future is way, way, way different than the pop stuff I'd ever played at a club. Yeah. But, uh the skills are just so transferable and just being able to have an opportunity to go out every week and just practice yeah literally just be able to practice every week just like paid off dividends so totally yeah uh
0: i just went from there and then yeah jake and i linked up did broken future and here we are damn that's wild and jake you play so brandon you play mostly like the main area and jake you play like the back yeah room. yeah so like at the club that we have our residency uh, i play
2: in the in the side room in the back there and uh, it, we, we stick to the house music theme back there, which is nice for me because, you know, I get to practice our, our you know, all the new shit we're playing. and
0: So you guys get to play broken. So, yeah, stuff, I mean, like... I can
2: get away with playing that stuff back there. Right. So it, it's good for me to, <laughs> to keep that stuff sharp. But, um, you know, um, you know, when I started uh, doing music and stuff like I, I was probably about 17 and I was pretty heavily into baseball and stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, heavily into sports but i always loved music my whole life right uh, i've always been interested in it i've always felt like a little more inclined into digging more into music than most of my friends when i was growing up like figuring out why you know why a song maybe feel a certain way or certain structures and this and that. so i always felt kind of musically inclined but um you know i got injured and stuff playing baseball and i kind of was lost a bit in life and didn't know what to do and and, you know, I kind of started getting into music production a bit and a little bit of fascination with that. So, I decided to go to school. So, I went to the Center for Arts and Tech here. Oh, dope. Uh, so, we we were kind of the guinea pigs for a first uh, the first year of a new course. It was called the Electronic Music Artist Course.
0: Crazy. And that was only
2: six months, but it was kind of like a crash course on Ableton. So, you get all the music production in, a little bit of music theory, uh, you know, a bit of engineering. So. I kind of got a pretty much a six-month crash course into it and that got my foot in the door during school there um my teacher linked me up with uh with the promotion company that me and brandon are still fucking working for so you know we we've been grinding it out and selling tickets and doing all that stuff getting opening gigs but you know all in that meantime we've just been busy on
0: Ableton and and you know here we are now Damn, that's friggin' wild. (laughs) That's like such a long process for both of you guys. And, you know, it shows like it shows like in your work how long it's taken to get here too because of how seamlessly it seems to blend together and everything, even though you guys came from two totally different backgrounds, which is crazy. It's dope, though. Um, Now, I wanted to ask you, too, is like, how did you guys then eventually start to like link up and say like, hey, let's start this thing. Let's let's Um, do this.
1: Well, like, we have a studio we work out of downtown. Uh, you came by the other day. Yeah. Uh, we were both just working there. Uh, and, and just the cool like vibe out of our studio is everyone sort of works together. We got like five, six, seven producers that are all still working out of our studio. So we're all kind of working together on some level and um so between everyone there like i've worked with everyone there at some point jake's worked with everyone there at some point and uh me and jake just found a dynamic that works like it just we were both kind of on the same wavelength we both like the same music you know like when we're we're listening to our music on our own we're vibing to pretty much the same music so our visions just happen to be super in line so it was just a uh yeah you know, a pair that worked.
2: Yeah, just happened natural, man. Like, yeah. you know, everyone at the studio, we always run in from room to room. What are you working on? What are you working on? And like, yeah. you know, over time, we just ended up sitting down more and more. And then next thing you know, we're like, we've got to get a brand for all this stuff we're <laughs> right. making. So let's just, we, you know, we went full yeah. on with it.
0: Right. And where did the name Broken Future come from? Uh, that
1: came from a creative meeting that I was having with uh, someone else. And we were talking about, potential names for nights and concepts and like record labels. And we're just trying to like come up with, with imagery. And I was talking and I was, I, I just watched, I think like Blade Runner or Mad Max or, or something. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was saying like a cool imagery would be like this some sort of like this dystopic, like broken future sort of thing. And I sat and I was like, that just sounds kind of cool. Broken future. Yeah. 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 You know what? Yeah, that's tight. <laughs> so I uh, kind of took that, ran it by Jake. he, was on board with it and kind of said like that's uh let's just run with it you know like, simple it works it just we found a name it yeah, worked man. and just yeah just like that <laughs> hey could have been anything you know
0: yeah, yeah yeah all right so when you guys did link up were you both using the same daw at the same time or were you guys like working yeah the same program you know? yeah, yeah
1: yeah we're both native in ableton yeah ableton yeah. okay, okay. Ableton, yeah ableton Lab
0: dope dope okay and have you guys tried other ones this is just me as a gearhead like wanting <laughs> for to. for <know>. sure <laughs> i did yeah well we when i was in school they we, we one of our courses was
2: on learning logic and stuff yeah so you're using the shit but yeah yeah um you know i never got too deep into it man like once you get stuck on one it's hard to it's hard to jump onto something else when you're used to the quick keys and <clears throat> like, yeah everything like that like it's just what i've learned on and like you know yeah that, that's uh, that's uh, that's the, the die by that one
1: yeah, 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 yeah. For the first half of my like production career, I was using FL Studio. Uh, just that was the first one I found. Super, it's classic though, super, super easy program to learn yeah. on. Um, it's so easy and user-friendly, almost to a fault, that I found I got to a certain point where I couldn't do any more because one of my strong suits is not organizing. Um, <laughs> Ableton is awesome for keeping you organized. It's just... Yeah you know for for someone who is able to keep themselves organized fl studio is great for creativity yeah awesome so if you can keep that all contained and organized like you can you can make some powerful stuff on there me personally not one of my strong suits as soon as i moved over to ableton i just found that uh my projects were staying much more organized um everything's right in line there you know all your automation's right on the channel everything's just it's it's easy and it's seamless so yeah it's Ableton's kind of bland when you look at it. You know, it's all gray. There's nothing really exciting about it. It's pretty boring to look at. Yeah. But uh, at the end of the day, I, I needed boring. I needed I needed something that would just keep everything in check and, you know, help me just focus on writing music.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sometimes you just need that. Yeah. Um, okay. So I want to talk about your your like first few releases, right? So with your first few releases, you put them all up on SoundCloud, right? And yeah. did you guys put them up on Spotify and all that stuff too, or...? No. No, just to, to be
1: honest, I mean, we don't really, really have any releases. We put a couple of remixes up, but yeah. like uh we're we're sitting on like 20, 30 yeah. tracks right now. I mean, yeah. I mean
2: as far as like what we have that's that's out to the public and stuff, it's just older projects that, that we've mm-hmm. just tried to put out to gain some traction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the majority of the stuff we got right now, we're we're sitting on that for a bit and you know, uh a release to us means like a real release on a label that, you know, getting signed to a label, getting put on that. I mean, we we like to put stuff on SoundCloud for free for the homies and whoever, but, um, you know, as far as the release, we got a bunch of stuff we're sitting on right now that that hopefully we can get shopped out. and
0: Crazy, so, like, do any of your remixes that you have on there sound anything like what you guys have?
1: To, to be honest, no, not really. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean,
0: it's
2: not... Uh, as far as, like, the kind of, like, hip-hop kind of flips and stuff like that... Uh, it's not so much that we've, we've kind of refined it a little bit more and, and yeah. a lot of them are totally original ideas there's not too many like remixes wild. and stuff so yeah, um, you know we're trying lots of different stuff and we're gonna see what sticks you know
1: yeah
0: wild okay yeah. cool cool and so like in terms of then release then so you're first shopping around your ideas then you're going to see an official release is that what we're that's us as an audience that's what we're expecting
1: uh well actually we came up with a concept that we're running with that's uh going to be a little bit different so okay with with the style of music we make it's it's very it's very made to dj and it's very it's 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 house music that that's built over a long period of time um it's something that's hard to listen to sort of as one-off tracks It's not something that would, you know, garner a lot of Spotify plays. Uh, Our stuff's made to be mixed. It's made to be put in DJ mixes. So we're actually releasing our first full-length mix almost as an album. So we got about 20 tracks and we're putting it out. It's called Completely Broken. And it's going to be a one-hour mix of all original music. So rather than release, you know, one-off tracks and singles like that, we're uh, starting off by just putting out a mix because that's where we're we're a DJ group. At the end of the day, like, our show is DJing. Uh, what we do we're DJs so we want to showcase our what we do the way it's meant to be the way it's meant to be meant to be listened to yeah you
2: know that makes a lot of sense because you can sit there and 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 listen to the songs one by one you're probably going to be skipping through (laughs) skipping to get to the (laughs) drops yeah but you know you just put on a mix you can kind of sit back and just let it all flow and like that's the way it's meant to be heard right yeah and 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 I think that in the long run will will get more more list more plays, you know, because you know yeah. people are gonna sit and listen to a mix made while they're doing something rather than sit there and comb through twenty separate songs, right? Yeah, yeah. So it I does. Think it's a little more accessible, right? Right, yeah, yeah that it, makes it, sense. It
1: doesn't follow sort of there's that classical format for EDM music where it's breakdown, build up, drop, breakdown, build up drop. It's uh, you know, while it still has its internal build-ups and breakdowns and things like that, it's it's more steady. It's it's you see the build-ups and the breakdowns and and all that stuff go over a longer period of time. And don't get me wrong, there's still there's still times where there is, you know, tension built and uh, you know, what you would call a drop, but it's just done over a longer period of time that for the average listener listening to one off music like one off tracks it's just it's a little bit it can be a little bit long
0: right okay so
1: it's but it's stuff that sounds good in like a DJ mix so right so that that's why we're choosing to go that format
0: okay on that so that plays in a lot more to what you guys are uh, well a part of like the EDM scene that you're a part of yeah and, that, and the house scene that you're a part of which is very cool you know I think yeah. purists of that genre would appreciate that now I don't know anything about that very much because once again I'm not much of a house fan or anything, but that's we'll, freaking we'll dope. We'll get though. you educated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll show you, bro. We'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, actually, that'd be dope. Not gonna lie. Yeah, anyway Yeah, I think we're releasing it.
1: Uh, I don't know, soon. We haven't decided yet. Yeah, yeah. we've been teasing it. Soon. Okay. We've yeah, been sitting I mean, on it. We, we got it ready. It's we're, done. We're
2: sitting on it. We just yeah. want to try and hype it up and.
1: Yeah. Seeing we got a couple of, like labels and stuff, not labels yeah. like online blogs and stuff to get behind right. it. So I do a proper promotion plan, but it's done. We're sitting on it, just trying to hype it up and get it out. So that's sort of like the culmination of the last year or so work.
2: Okay. And yeah. And, but that's the thing is like, we, this is why we've been sitting on our work for so long is like, we wanted to perfect, we, you know, we spent this past year just with our heads down, Mm -hmm. working hard in the studio. Right. And like, we didn't want to jump the gun and, and. That's why, you know, on SoundCloud and stuff, we don't have too much of our current stuff because we're, we're waiting mm-hmm. to put it out in a in a proper yeah. manner. You know, we don't just want to leak out a track every once in a while. Yeah. You just, people don't, you know, you need consistency, right? So, yeah, yeah. you know, we're trying to make it, you know, have some impact when it hits and, and you know, hopefully people fuck with yeah, it. Yeah. And that, <laughs> and, and that, that, whole, that, that all
1: stems sort of from a mindset that we have and we've discussed a lot Um, We're really looking to make this project be a project that has lasting power. Yeah. You know, in in this world right now where it's such, everything's got such a quick burn time. Totally. We're really really trying to make a project that lasts, Mm -hmm. you know, that has some life to it and try and build a career that lasts, you know, 10, 20, 30 years where we want to be lifers in it. You know, we don't just want to have a hit, you know, cheat out, get a hit and blow up and fizzle out just as quick. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of the, there's a lot of the world that's just, you know, you get your 15 minutes of fame, but we want to play it right, take the long road, and do it proper.
0: Yo, long-term yeah. thinking is smart, for sure. Yeah, yeah good on you guys. Because a lot of people don't realize that. But that's what also, that realization, though, puts you ahead of over other people.
2: Exactly, right? We're not yeah. trying to just have our 15 minutes and then ride right off from the sunset. Like, you know, yeah. we want to make a long, long career out of this. So, yeah, you know, uh, it takes time to build up your craft and build up connections and, you know it'll only help us so if the longer it takes the more connections the more ready we're going to be so yeah
1: we've yeah. uh we we've been really fortunate to have a lot of industry influences just on the business side of things to understand sort of how the business works so mm-hmm. we work with a lot of really cool people just on the business side of things like uh, just work, yeah. Just working on the industry side of things, running shows, things like that. So, getting advice from people who've seen people make successful careers and help people make successful careers has really sort of helped us go on the right path. And uh, you know, we're hoping that that sort of long term thinking does pay off.
0: Right? Would you see yourselves if okay? If you had to move to another city to achieve this, would you do that? No question. No question. For sure. I, I don't know if there's. For sure,
1: man. I don't know if there's much things I wouldn't do. To be honest, like
2: <laughs> I'd move anywhere, bro, where anywhere that would help us, you know, move yeah. ahead in our career. You know, like uh, we, we don't really have a backup plan, man.
0: Yeah. We always <laughs> joke about this. We like, always joke about it. All it's like, a lot of work, man. If, like, if, if like, this
1: doesn't work out, we're
0: screwed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. Well, you're so, all in, which is fucking but, dope. Yeah, that really puts a right. fire under your ass, though, yeah. too, right?
2: Yeah, and I think it, it takes uh, it takes a certain amount of you know you're gonna got to drop everything else if you really want to go all the way. And yeah, you know where we see ourselves ending up is like you know, you know we don't want to just be the middle of the pack. We want to get to the pinnacle, right? And, yeah. You know, it takes a lot of time and a lot of discipline, but I think we're gonna I think we're gonna get there, man.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah yeah
1: if i if i didn't believe we were going to get there i don't that wouldn't be still on this path like well I would, yeah i would not have a backup plan
0: because it takes a lot of time and money to like yeah. get to where you're going yeah, yeah. so it, it makes sense that you're so invested right yeah, and yeah. That you're putting in so much effort and i think um i think people will be able to hear that in the record you know like when you guys drop it i yeah. feel like people will be able to pick that up especially with what you're talking about and uh Honestly, I, I'm, I'm excited to hear it, you know? Yeah. Um, based <laughs> on what you're telling me, by the way, I just, you know, I like listening to vinyl records at all. Do you think you'd ever put that out on vinyl? If the, if that's something the label does. Yeah? I
1: mean... That would, that'd
2: be sweet. I know there are yeah. some labels that do, like, vinyl-only releases. Yeah. yeah. I'd be down for that.
0: If label cool, wants to man. do that, by all means. Because, yeah. like, a lot of DJs, uh, I don't know how, like, prevalent it is now because everybody just does it online digitally, right? Yeah. Um, but... But I feel like there must be some DJs out there that still scratch with like actual vinyl discs and shit now, right?
1: Um, yeah, I mean you're your gearhead. Your uh, now a lot of it's done virtually. Yeah. So, yeah. So like with for all the scratch DJs, they're they're using records, but you don't see scratch DJs playing on actual records anymore. Mm. What they are is they're actually uh, vinyl records that have what's called a time code. So. What happens is it actually sends out a a digital code on the vinyl that tells you where in the song it is. So as it plays forward, it's actually translating that signal to the computer. And the computer translates that and says where the song is on the course of the vinyl. So um, as you're playing the vinyl, it's going to play through the song and you can't even tell the difference. Like it sounds like you're playing the song right off there. But you can play one vinyl and play hundreds of different songs off the one vinyl.
2: Yeah. So you don't actually have to flip, flip, you know, your, your plastics. You just leave one there and then you got it all digitally on your laptop. That's how most of them do it now. So
0: damn. Isn't technology amazing? (laughs) It's only getting crazier, man. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like, legit, I'm honestly, like, low-key waiting until, like, they develop, like, yo, if you got your arm cut off, just get a robot part. Bionic, now you're, yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for that shit. Yeah. That, that shit's going to be wild.
1: I mean, I'm I'm waiting to snap out of the Matrix here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not going to
1: happen, dude. Uh, uh, snap out of the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> Play your records loud enough. Hey. Maybe you will. Hey, guys, Donald, yeah. Donald Trump's president. This life can't be real. Yeah. <laughs> really, I think about shows
2: sometimes, like, shows, like, 10, 20 years down the road, like, crazy productions they'll have. Wow. The, like I can't even imagine like the LED walls or the crazy oh, shit they yeah. have at festivals and oh, stuff yeah. Yeah. down the
0: road it's just gonna be dude think about movie. how much craziness has happened in the last 20 years right, right another like, 20
2: imagine yeah yeah, yeah who knows when. oh that's i'm
1: excited
0: crazy excited it
1: gets me pumped i'm excited for that
0: i know yeah. i know it's, it's crazy yeah, like oh, holy shit like imagine like um you know when elon musk builds that like pipe that allows you to the hyperloop that yeah, like, yeah, yeah imagine like going to vancouver in 15 fucking minutes imagine like you like be like <laughs> man, hey crazy. you want to just go to like vancouver this evening sure yeah and then just like come back home and sleep in your bed wild right we're oh. not far
2: from that man no
0: yeah, cool. and that's only going to make life
1: easier, especially for us. Like, you know, being being an artist, you you make your money off touring. Yeah, and if that if that comes traveling. in, God, traveling's oh. the worst part about being a DJ. Like, it's it's it's
0: sure. from
1: everyone I've talked to. I mean, we haven't done much traveling with our project, but from uh-huh. everyone I've talked to, touring's fun for the first couple of months. Yeah, after the first couple of months, it's just it's just a nuisance. Grind, it's just man. a grind.
0: Long drives, yeah. all like the shitty hotels and the yeah. food and all that. Yeah, yeah.
1: jet lag everywhere. Yeah, yeah. so. Being able to just be, you know, minutes away from
0: anywhere, even hours, you know, getting across
1: the country in an hour or two, mm-hmm. easy.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that would be wild. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to where the yeah. future takes us man like and especially the electronic music in the future like I have no idea like right. the kids that are like four or five years old and those people start to grow up to like electronic music I have no right. idea where their imagination the, take it
1: the exciting things even even pop music's electronic now yeah and and you might not even know it even if it's all analog sounds even if it's all live sounds it's all electronically produced it's all so yep. in it's all tracked out in and... in you know a, a DAW and you don't even know it so it's it's just like I think music right now is the best it's ever been even on yeah. the radio like it just sounds so good
0: oh I know like, the sound yeah, of it the
2: quality of production is just ridiculous now you yeah
0: know? yeah <laughs> honestly like the people that like bitch about how music is not nearly as good as it used to be I'm just like you know you can still listen to the music from like decades ago if you yeah. want to you just and if you want to find music now just like dig a little deeper like there's yeah. so much good shit yeah. out there yeah. and it's, and there's always
1: going to be live music. I don't think yeah. that's ever going away. There's something special about playing yeah. a live instrument and playing live. Because and, and, you're, you're in a band, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, like, playing in a band, playing live, like, that's something that is... You, you can't match that electronically. Yeah, there's a different no, connection between,
2: no. like, watching someone really play an instrument as opposed to watching us fucking hit buttons. So, like, there's <laughs> yeah. a different thing there, right?
0: But you guys, though, still make a difference, right? Like, you guys just, like, on your um, setups in a club or something right like people watch you like you yeah. it's like you you know they they can watch your energy and then you guys just like bounce the energy back and forth yeah. you guys still make a difference live oh yeah right. we're working hard we're never yeah. not yeah. doing anything yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah i mean you, we stay busy and stuff it's not like we're just standing there hitting play like you know we, we do <laughs> nah. we're, we're doing shit but you know that's it's a different kind of energy that you gotta bring when you're you know, playing electronic DJing as opposed to, you know, being a little more intimate playing a, an instrument, right? Yeah, yeah. Be a little more theatrical. You, you got to have kind of a little more stage presence, you know?
0: You still got to jump around and like, you know, wave yeah. your arms
1: and just like... I mean, for, for us, for our Broken Future project, not so much. We're, yeah, we it's not all like the, the big music.
2: EDM hands up yeah. kind of yeah. shit, but like that it, it is like... It's important to have good energy up there. Like of I've course. I've seen a lot of yeah. DJs that just don't really have much... You know, so there's some that I can't take my eyes off of them watching them play and they're just, there's, they have an aura about them, right? And yeah, yeah. some guys that uh, just don't, right? They yep. just kind of blend in and I don't
0: know what exactly
2: makes that or breaks that, but.
0: I think it's their charisma, you know? Yeah, it's I like- think it's just
2: that natural energy, man. Mm-hmm. Like if you're really into your shit, people, people see that, right? They yeah. feed off of that and the, everyone just keeps getting up and up off that, you know? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, totally, totally, yeah. Yeah. That's so wild. And like, where do you guys see, you know, electronic music on a whole going in the future? Like, we like so we've all seen the dubstep thing and like all that, and then it died down. Um, I I don't think electronic music as a whole
1: is ever gonna go anywhere because it's just a platform to make whatever music's hot. There's, it's moved more to a live sound now. A lot of live sampling. Just people don't want to hear all synthesizers anymore, which yeah. is, which is cool. It's fine. There was a phase when it was all synthesized music and at its time, and now everything's a lot more more live based more but organic sounds more organic yep it's yeah.
2: kinda it kind of went to the total extreme of just all yeah you know, electronic crap and now it's kind of met more in the middle and, of people you know putting organic elements in there and mixing the two and and, and yeah. i think it
1: had to like i think yeah. you have to reach those limits to to find out how far you know a, a genre can go yeah and how far a sound can go so i don't i don't think dubstep as an example is ever going to sound the way it did again but at the same time in that style there's some of the best dubstep music being made right now like just because the hype's gone off of it and everyone's heard it and like the wow factor on it there is some crazy dubstep going on going on right now yeah so um that's just with technology improving you know new synthesizers coming out that let you make new sounds and it's uh it's crazy just the way some of the stuff coming out like this year and in the present present sounds yeah
0: yeah totally totally and um in terms of like your guys's sound would you ever want to experiment i mean i'm sure you would but like do you guys see like an experimentation where you sort of more go into an organic sound or are would you ever see yourselves using actually like more retro shit like uh since from the 70s and stuff like that just to see where you can go with it uh there's definitely
1: an influence of like older house music in our in our sound it's like sort of the the 90s sort of house music right sound um a lot of really good stuff happened then you know when the the birth of real electronic dance music so we pull a lot from that um as far as 70 synths if we could get a hold of one for sure the sound of an, an old analog synth you just can't you can't yeah. replicate that
2: yeah yeah it's, it's hard for we don't have much of that cool retro gear but uh, we we got some like free plugins and stuff we found that kind of emulate that same kind of sound. Like we got this one called Rave Generator.
1: Oh. <laughs> Rave <laughs> it's, a based. it's a sampler <laughs> yeah, basically. It's yeah, a VST,
2: yeah. but it's all. It's all samples of, uh, you know, like of these classic old 90s uh, synth hits and stuff, yeah. right? And I mm-hmm. think they're real samples it's, from the actual machines. So. It, it's, it's yeah, it's funny.
1: We'll, like, we'll scroll yeah. through all the presets, and uh, it's just a sampler, but we'll, like, scroll through and just, like, oh, oh that song was about, yeah. that sound from that Recognize song. the tunnel. Just oh, all these hilarious. old 90s songs, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, so. I
2: mean, yeah, that's about as close as we're going to get, because... Oh.
1: I mean Which with really that with that really being said so though, um, our a lot of the base of our drum samples, like the basis of our of our drum sounds, like our kick drums, we're pulling a lot of stuff from like the old nine oh nine drum machines. Cool. So yeah. like that just A lot they, of they samples. they nailed that sound. Like when they made the the nine oh nine drum machine, the eight oh eights, not so much the eight oh eight, the eight oh eights are cool for like that sort of hip hop sound, but yeah, yeah. the nine oh nine, when they came out with that, like that kick drum on the nine oh nine just sounds so good. It just cuts through, punches through. Really it's just this warm round kick drum sound that just like just hits you right in the chest it's good
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i wanted to ask you to kind of like somewhat answered my question already but um with like a lot of like rock music rock music or indie music there's like a lot of throwback stuff yep. to it you know like throwback to soul music or like throwback to early 2000s emo and that type sure. of stuff do you guys um see like that happening in your music at all like like in like so, say 90s or t- early 2000s so one
1: one thing we love is just, uh, just like aggro rap girls, like just from like the two thousands, like yeah. Uh, we, we
2: love, some of those like those ghetto those ghetto black chicks just rap spitting like talking raunchy shit. It just shit. sounds we good love, on them. It just sounds that, good man. in
1: tracks. And, yeah, uh, I find
2: it, honestly, man, we I, pull a lot of a lot of our vocals and stuff are from more nineties classic. A yeah. lot of old hip hop. I have a huge bank yeah. of a cappellas from. You know, That's actually a big influence, man, like yeah. Tons Woo. and tons, so... And a lot of our, our sample bank that we have are, are old little scratches or cuts from from cool yeah, tracks. So we, we
1: actually spent a whole day, we took uh, yeah. a recording of an old scratch record. So like something a scratch DJ would have used in the 80s. And it just had all these like iconic sounds that you, you've you heard all over. And you don't realize you've heard all these sounds being reused and reused, reused throughout the time until you actually hear them one-off in like these scratch records. We went through, we spent an entire day and just cut, cut samples out of this old record actually we had a couple of old records we cut samples from all of them and uh we've just been using those in our tracks you know one-offs you know we have like sort of a bank right on our computer of just these sounds that we cut one day and they just sound dope and it's like recognizable you know you hear these little one-off hits and it's like oh that was the sound that played this other part in this other song and you like you might not even come to your attention but it's familiar you've heard it
0: before Yeah. yeah we like to use things that are sort of familiar Yo, I think that's a really smart thing to do. Right.
2: It's gonna be a nostalgia, right? You hear that song, you go, Oh damn, like a little yeah. a little sound bite or something in there, you that's yeah. from that fucking old track or something. Yeah. You know, it gets people hyped and
1: something from a movie or People love that kind of and shit. And people remember yes. that, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, we uh on one of our tracks we uh we cut Shakira this like it's from uh, like that whenever wherever her first song the big one she's belly dancing <laughs> oh, and there's yeah. just yeah. the sound of her just making this little ad lib like <laughs> <laughs> and we, we cut that we cut that and we put it in the track and we like built the track uh, around every that.
2: time we play it our friends always go Fuck is that Shakira, That's Shakira? <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: it you know it yeah people get pumped on that Yeah, people yeah.
0: love that kind of shit yeah. I honestly think if if you guys have like a lot of that in your New record, people are gonna fucking. Love right. it. I, I
1: would I would say most of our tracks have some sort of. They've influence. got a recognizable
0: yeah. hook or, yeah. or something that people. That's have, a, you
2: know,
1: yeah. Gonna, that's a big thing that's important to us is pulling from older yeah. stuff. Actually, it's actually a big part yeah. of our production
0: stuff. That's wild. Yeah. You know, like how Childish Gambino did Redbone. He was like a yeah. big throwback to like all those like 70s soul tracks and yeah. stuff blew up you yeah, know yeah. so like to having that to know that that's going to be on your record is like fucking yeah. sick you know but I mean, obviously i mean
1: we yeah. we wrote a we wrote a track that just has a piano riff on it and it's like built around a piano riff just sort of like the old 90s style house tracks but with like almost new modern production techniques so it's cool it's, it's, nice. it's nice like what, what's that uh sample entry? it's like an acapella band or like a oh
2: God, i can't remember they're like
1: harmonizing anyways we can find the samples like record this harmony group and they're like doing some pitch perfect like pitch perfect style stuff yeah and they're all like playing different parts but we like took that layered it with like this piano riff we wrote and just like played it as if it was like a 90s sort of house track and uh ended up sounding great
0: shit yeah i mean a lot
2: of a lot of times that we find uh that we're finding hooks or whatever for our tracks it's just scrolling through old acapellas or something i mean it's it's not far different from you know finding a cut on a vinyl and chopping it out Mm -hmm. it's just we're just doing it all Digitally. Enabled it yeah. digitally, right? Yeah. But it's yeah. it's a pretty similar method. Like you take a little chop out of something, fit it in, and, and you know, it's cool to have like stuff that, that people can relate to, right? You know, you got a little hook or a little line from a rap song that everybody knows, and that carries your track. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. It definitely helps like your stuff stand out, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially
0: if you use it in like some sort of new, unique way. You right. Know? You know, you yeah. use it creatively. And well, like, what was that? What was that one? The one we just did? Uh,
1: the answer? What was that? Those that was, yeah. uh, Azelia Banks. Two one two. Two one two. You know, Azealia Banks two one two.
0: I probably have heard it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's do yeah, like, I'm sure you you, you've it, heard, right? it. You've yeah, heard yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
1: But uh, we yeah cut her vocal. I cut a loop of her vocal and just like plays over this this beat in it, and it just people got pumped on it when we played it last and... Yeah. Sick.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you ever just like take your music that you guys are working on in Broken Future and just like try it in the club just to see what reaction is before it's even released? Yeah. I mean, I, in the back room, I do. Yeah. Like yeah. if I got... Some days, I, I, I've i made a
2: I've made a fucking idea and, and bounced it out that day. Really? We went in that night and just see what it's like because, yeah. uh, you know, most of the time, like, when we were making stuff, we kind of mix as we go so... You know w- once we get it to a workable point, it's not really too far off. It just needs a little, maybe a bit of master and a little pump up, yeah, but you know it's not like we get yeah you know, finished track and then we gotta go back in and remix everything. It's kind of like we kind of finish it all in one file swoop, like mix yeah. the EQs down, get everything compressed yeah, properly as the, we're you know that, in that, the that's
1: a big part of our workflow is just we're we really, we're really big on just finishing, just hammering out tracks in that moment because i find that when you go back to a song you're not in that same mindset and yeah. you know if you can capture a, a full idea and a full a full song in the moment like it just has that that uh you know that specialness of that time in it yeah um you know usually what we do is we'll we'll write out the whole track in one go yeah. and we'll just leave sort of the housekeeping for the other sessions so we'll finish tracks over sort of three four sessions mm-hmm. but like we'll write out we know where the track is the is first time. Like all, almost yeah. all of it, Because yeah. we
2: try to capture like, you know, the the, the vibe that the track has. Yeah. You capture it in that night, you know. So so it's all kind of cohesive, yeah. right? And You never you never go halfway through the track and then yeah. you come back the next day and you just you're you're thinking about something else or you're in a different mood and it just takes it a different way. We try to like, before we know we're onto something good. Yeah. We try to get all the good creative juices out right there. Yeah. And then the next sessions, we just spend that refining it and yep. and and you know fine tuning all that yeah. stuff.
1: But but by the time we're on that that part, the song's written already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. And we'll we'll go in and we'll like so we'll go we'll basically find a cool loop that works, and then we'll once we find a loop that works, we'll plot out like how the whole progression of the song is gonna go. So we'll we'll sort of say you know the first how long it's gonna be this part of the track, and then we'll just like plot it out like in the actual program, just plot out the track. Even if it's not even a song yet, it'll at least be like a shell, like a bare bones of what the song's going to look like over the course of it and then just fill it in from there
0: damn that's crazy that's yeah. so different from like my songwriting style but that's yeah that's dope though we obviously create completely different styles of music for sure but yeah that's wild that's yeah, so it's like sick.
2: subtractive right because we'll yeah. take like you know take a little eight or 16 bar loop whatever it is right and we'll just duplicate that out until mm-hmm. it's like you know four or five minutes long mm-hmm Start taking pieces away, right? Start taking yeah. pieces away in the intro and slowly kind of – it's almost like you got the full song there for like four minutes straight. And you take bits out to create a build-up. Yeah. take bits out for the intro. You,
1: you, usually the, the, big, the big thing we try and do at first is like what's the song going to sound like when it's at its peak? So we'll, okay. like, yeah. we'll make the, the, like the biggest part of the song, like make it like – All the just, elements in. Yeah, everything in. So we'll try and basically capture what's the song going to be like when it's the biggest and then from there it's like we're right at the whole track and just pull things away because yeah. it's really just a matter of just bringing elements in and out so we kind of lead everything up to that point where it's yeah. just at its at its peak we right. easily
2: take it from the full you know maximum and then just kind of strip things back it's kind of like you know subtractive kind of yeah way of of building the track but mm-hmm. it, it works for us and like yep. visually for us to be able to see you know the full thing laid out in, in the section view yeah. is, is it just helps us see the bigger picture you know you're not stuck in a, a little chunk right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so that, yeah. that's
1: that's the biggest problem i find with with new new producers yeah is they'll make a really cool loop but they won't know what to do after that yeah 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 you get stuck in the loop and so so for us we've just found right out the track first write it all out and then sort of take away from there
0: that makes a lot of sense because I have heard some electronics tracks that like my friends would show me and they would literally just like find one drop and they just repeat that same drop like three, four times. Yeah. Like. And I can't imagine that to a listener that's like the most fulfilling thing to hear. Like the first time is always like a rush mm. and it's really good but then after that you're basically chasing the white dragon, you know? Yeah, that's a good way <laughs> of putting it, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just not as satisfying the next few times. Yeah. So to have it done that way I think is like really smart way of doing it. So yeah that's so sick right, that's so you crazy. build it up so one drop
2: is, is the peak and then the ones before that you can kind of make them have a little bit less and don't give it all away right and then yeah make sure that we don't you know yeah, or, or else we find ourselves stacking too much shit or else you know yeah. first drop you make it full on and then you go we gotta make it bigger so you keep trying to fit and more, and th- more and more and it's just like less is more right
1: we've, yeah sometimes yeah, we've really is enough. thought sometimes about good enough, like, good enough and- yeah
2: we're stripping stuff back and like simplicity yeah. making every sound uh you know, have purpose in it right Mm -hmm. that's
1: actually one thing i'm excited for about music right now because i feel like for such a long time music was just about slamming as much into the track especially electronic stuff just get as much in there and make it as loud as possible and now it's like everything's sort of being refined back and you know dynamics are starting to play more of a more of a prominent role in music and just having more space in music and it's, it's a good sound you know it's less fatiguing on your ears 100 yeah and you know there's not as much going on but you know the things you do hear are just they're they're maximized so much more like they're just so much more powerful when you have you you make an element that would have been drowned away in a in a bigger song you make that more prominent and it's more valuable and has more effect mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah dynamics are very very important to mm-hmm. all kinds of music not just electronic yeah, yeah. and uh, it's an important thing for a lot of producers and mixers and masters to understand
1: yeah, there's sure. that. There's definitely that. Like I want to call it the Skrillex phase when everyone wanted to be Skrillex because that was so. That changed the game. Like yeah. that before that, music had had dynamics. And Skrillex came along with just this massive sound. Like it just sounded gigantic. These big, just monster synths in there and. That changed the way that electronic music sounded as mm-hmm. a sound. I don't even mean like the elements in it; just the way it sounded. Just everything was rammed super right up, up to the compressed super compressed, squashed. yeah, squash, no dynamic range on it. Which, when you're at a show getting bombarded by big loud bass, like that's awesome, great, fantastic, slam with me with as much as possible. But for for our music style, you know, we're you don't headbang to our music. We don't we don't want to headbang music and. It's like our, our big thing is just being very subtle with yeah. with the things that we do.
0: Cool. That's Yeah, very, yeah like very cool. we,
2: we look at our set as, you know, it's not just, uh, you know, from one track to the next. We're looking at it as a flow of like four or five songs kind of creating mm-hmm. a, an atmosphere for, you know, 15 minutes or something, right? It's an experience. And it's a bit yeah. longer. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit longer waves in, in the yeah. songs, right? Like they're all kind of flowing together. To create kind of chunks in the set as opposed to just yeah. track, track,
0: track. You know? yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you can only run at 100 miles an hour for so long.
0: Yeah, true. You that know? makes sense. Yeah.
1: And like with, with with house music, with the style of music we make, like I know for me personally, like I don't want to go to a show where I'm headbanging and I'm tired after an hour. Like I prefer dancing for six hours straight to sure. to a good, oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, it's uh, my favorite thing is dancing. I just love just a good DJ, just getting into yeah, it. That's
2: the thing though, it's like you're not like it's not like you're shuffling for like six hours. Right? Like <laughs> a lot of the house music, a lot of people just Very kind slow of stand moving. there and bob their yeah, head, ball right? it. And, just,
1: and, just and enjoy it, just music. And
2: the different energy of like when people are in a crowd at, at house music festivals or whatever you want to call it, it's like. Uh, you know people are talking to each other and dancing chatting like having a good time yeah. man, as opposed to just you it's know social in your own head fucking raging yeah you know, uh-huh. and banging it's a bit different energy man yeah. i feel like it's more mature it's a mm-hmm. cooler vibe man like
1: yeah uh, a, a big thing i've found and which which is exciting so like i come from the generation and jay comes from like, we just come from the generation where we were sort of the first wave of big edm mm-hmm. people right in the right in the pits when it was when it blew up and mm-hmm. when, when that big hype happened and I think we just grew out of it. Like we just grew out of that sort of mindset towards dance music, and still love, still love dancing, still love raving, still love doing all that stuff. Um, but for us, like, we just we need more. You know, mm, we sort of, We need, yeah. need a more. Mature I think sound. like yeah.
2: working for Blueprint and stuff. Like definitely like, you know, being behind the scenes and seeing like the reality of the shows it's like you know when you're not in the crowd like this is amazing when you're back there and just see like the normal work that goes into it kind of takes like the the aura way of going to festivals and stuff you know and it's Mm -hmm. like start looking at it as uh you know it's less of just like go out there and blow your brains out it's It's more of a job it kind of changed our perspective a bit you know it's funny
1: it's funny because uh House music's where the where the industry people go. Like the true house music, that's what everyone in the industry listens to. Like you ask any, you know, artist manager or even a lot of the artists that come through, like the stuff, the tech house, techno and house music, like that's what the people in the industry who are around this type of music all the time, that's what they're into. Right. And the people who are really heavily exposed, I find it rare that people who weren't into dance music move into house music. I find it's people who are heavily into dance music end up being really into house music. So Is it it's because a,
0: it's a lot more of a mature sound? Yes, okay.
1: 100%. It's still that the same element, still the same the same things you love about dance music, just more mature, you know? Mm. When you don't want to go get sweaty and, and, you know, out of energy. <laughs> yeah. You want to just go and, you know, have a good time.
2: Yeah, yeah. just, you yeah. know, dance, fucking normally. Don't be out there raging in a mosh pit or anything. It's just uh, like, you can relax and, 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 and it takes you on a bit of a journey, you know? It's mm. not just like... Trying to smash your like, brains out cool. with the craziest sound. <laughs>
1: cool. And, you just lasted an hour at Excision. I just lasted eight hours at Martinez Brothers. It's yeah. A,
2: it's a different style, right? It's, it's completely a, different. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a different style, but, you know, and it's it's hard, like, uh, you know, in Kelowna here, it's, it's not very popular, you know? Mm-hmm. No, not at all. So, um, you know, it's kind of a double edged sword because we don't really have any competition. That I, mm-hmm. really that no. I know of. Not
1: there's not. No, not really. Other not really that anyone are doing else doing what we're doing, doing here. around here.
2: Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's not much demand for it either. So yeah.
1: yeah. So, so I mean, your your podcast for the culture, like we're really trying to push this culture. Our entire thing is is trying to build this culture around. Yeah. yeah. Here, because the True House music culture, which is established, you know, around the world. Like you go to you know all the big cities, and there's massive house scenes of people who you know gradually grew into it i think there's the climate for it here in kelowna to pop off we've done a lot of shows and people honestly are like surprised by how much they enjoy themselves cool and man. that's something that i'm excited yeah. and like
2: a- every time we we throw a house event we get a new batch of people that come up and go man like that was so amazing like, yeah mm-hmm. you can tell so like people that aren't uh, exposed to it but once they hear it yeah then they they jump on board so it's like
1: which is you which is exciting we're not we're not trying to like bring in this weird experimental sound that that's just like so avant-garde that people can't relate to it like uh, it's this is very
2: easily danceable stuff yeah this is yeah. something that
1: works and it's proven yeah. to work everywhere else It just there hasn't been a culture for it here in Kelowna yeah so we're really focusing to build that
0: well that's the point of all this I want you guys to get that exposure <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> I want you guys to like have people look at you and be like you know what those guys are doing something cool so I'm gonna start doing something cool for so sure. that's the whole point of this all
2: right, and that's the thing man. we want the scene to just blow up here and, yeah. and you know
0: um be the front runners i mean there's there's such a there's such a dance music
1: culture like built into the okanagan i mean there's so many so many good artists have came out of here for such a small place like it's actually incredible Uh um the the climate's there there's people who have been exposed to dance music for a while Mm -hmm. who you know maybe got estranged from it because they got over it yeah but you know we have something that you know will probably bring a lot of these people back into it just this style like it's it's something that a lot yeah, of these people can get into it's a new wave,
2: now. man. Like, it's a new wave that we can bring the same way, yeah. you know, that Dubstep, obviously, you know, Datsik and M blew up huge in here. Like, who's to say another genre can't take another wave here? And, like, yeah. you know, we, we really want to try and push that and create At, it, at you know? the end of the
1: day, that whole scene was created because there's people here pushing that. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, you know, we're passionate about what we're doing here. Um, we're really, you know, big on, on pushing that sound. So, you know, it's only a matter of time before it takes off.
0: So what are you guys doing to push that sound? Like you, you haven't released the record just yet. No. So are you guys playing a bunch of shows or what's going on? Uh, yeah, there? we're at
1: Center Gravity this year. Uh, we just played a festival called Curiosity. I think we've got yeah. a couple more that are waiting to be announced right now. So got to keep hush on that for the time being just Yo, legal, legal yeah. and whatnot. Yep. Yeah. Um, we've, you know, thrown a lot of one-off shows. Um, okay. We do that quite a bit.
0: Where do you, um, what venues do you guys do that
2: at, by the way?
1: mostly Sapphire.
2: Yeah, we do uh, Habitat. We did one as well. Oh, that was fun. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think a good way for us to kind of keep relevant and stuff locally is maybe do some, like, free shows or something. Just try Mm. to build... Build that scene, like we're saying, yeah. like build local people. Like don't make them overcharge them. Let them come for free yeah. and just check it out. And like, yeah, you, you know, know, once we get a good core group, right, and then who's mm-hmm. to say it can't just freaking blow up from there?
0: So yeah. yeah. And uh, what are you guys finding the reception is like? People love it. People like yeah, awesome,
1: we see the craziest crowds at at the shows we play, and these are all people who aren't exposed to it, and mm. they come out to our shows and the shows that our homies are playing. This this sound that we're all. We're all sort of pushing right now, and the reaction's fantastic. It's, Sick. it's, it's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's
2: always good. Like, people are always, you know... It's like it's like they seem surprised. Yeah, you know, people at the show they're like, "Oh my god, that was so cool!" Because they probably didn't know what to expect or no. thought maybe it was some cheesy housey, you know, tiesto. I don't know what the fuck, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and
1: I think part of the problem lies in that name, house music. Yeah, that, the word. It's got a it's weird stigma to it. Weird it, stigma though. to it. It's got so bastardized. There's so much music going around calling itself house music that isn't isn't true to the soul of house music. Right. You know this this sound that came out of you know old disco and soul and funk and built around real real old organic music it's yeah. you know stemming from the the old soul singers from Chicago and you know the New York disco and you know all the gay scenes and just all the the things that that help build house music to to what it is this new wave of of you know electro house and the big room the festival stuff the festival sort of seems to
2: be like what takes precedence whenever people think of that right yeah
0: think a big room or you know okay that
1: that vibe is so far from what house music is
0: yeah then have you thought about maybe rebranding it differently to like something else but like maybe like a subset of house music or anything
2: yeah, I mean it's hard to because we don't want to like pigeonhole ourselves either, right? We don't want yeah, to say right. oh we
0: only make techno or we
2: only make tech house because <laughs> in our eyes, like we know what it means and yeah. people that get it know like yeah, house yeah. music is, is 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 it's anything, right? It's any yeah. kind of any kind of sub genre, but you know it's hard to kind of distinguish our, our but stuff. But we, we really aim to capture
1: that. the the soul, yes yeah. the soul of the music that was originally created when house music was created back yeah. in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. So that's that sort of energy is what we wanna wanna capture in our music.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I don't think the label really matters all that much because, you know, the good music in itself will speak for itself. Mm -hmm. You know, it'll attract the right people. You'll get, you know, real recognized as real. So I feel like, of course you know, once your album comes out, I'm really excited to see like where it goes and where it takes Mm -hmm. you guys, you know, because I think based on what you're telling me, you guys have put so much effort into it. And, you know, the reception's been great. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah. And I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Definitely. We're excited. We're excited. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um. And where can they find your music, when it comes out? Sound- or it'll be on our SoundCloud. Yeah. Uh, we
2: got a, our Facebook page. Uh. You know. Okay. Broken Future Official.
1: Broken Future Official Instagram. Broken SoundCloud. Future future.
0: Yeah dope that's awesome we plan, on, we
1: plan on pushing it pretty hard so yeah yeah we're hoping you'll hear about it yeah yeah that. for
0: sure yeah. and you'll hear you'll hear about it through me as well yeah, right through know. the yeah, podcast yeah. through my updates and highlights and all that shit oh, you'll man. you'll we hear appreciate it that bro me. yeah, yeah of course probably, no yeah. problem no problem um but um yeah um do you guys have anything else that you wanted to mention about broken future at all or anything
2: uh we're playing at center of gravity this year on the beat stage if you guys are
1: coming through come check out our set yeah it's I know. Sunday, what, sunday 230 right before gta yeah yeah, the yeah stage so yeah. yeah it's it's us and our homie stunned he's another guy that works with us at the yeah. studio so we go back to back local, for an
0: hour good local gig for us man we're yeah looking forward to that
1: bunch of real house music there yeah yeah,
0: yeah. dope <laughs> dope um yeah Go check them out. Cog, you know, it's coming up. Uh, big, big event this uh, this summer for sure. We got Wu Tang yeah. and all that going coming through too. Which actually blows my fucking mind. Yeah. Um, crazy. And Action Bronson, which is cool, but you have to definitely check out Broken Future for sure. You absolutely have to. Uh, and Broken Future consists of Brandon Tate and Jake Mater, and I'm your host, Deepak Batty. Uh, and don't forget to follow us on for the culture at uh, on Instagram at forthecultureca. Don't forget to follow us on SoundCloud and uh, Facebook as well. We just launched our new Facebook page for sure. And um, also, I spent the whole fucking day today just, like, uploading all my shit onto my social, like, sorry, just submitting it online to, like, Spotify and iTunes and all those places. So, you're going to see there. You're going to see the up there. And it'll be great and official and all that shit. So, check it out. Uh, check it yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks for listening, though. Um, thanks, Broken Future, for coming by. Yeah, thank Appreciate you for having us. You, brother. Thank yeah, you, Yeah. No worries. No worries. Positive vibes everywhere. Have a good rest of your day.